Every believer has the capacity to live as Jesus lived. Live victoriously over sin, sickness, death, poverty, and every evil works of the enemy. You can transform not just your own life, but the lives of people around you. The more you expose yourself to the words of God, the more you see it flow through you. In this message, Pastor Philip teaches on how you can respond to God's unconditional love for you. Live your life in the reality of His power and be all His Word says you can be. Let's stand. Let's stand. Warm your body. Hallelujah. Glory to God. SSC, are you excited this morning? If you're excited, I want to make a joyful noise this morning from everywhere. Woo! Glory to God. Your life will never remain the same. In the name of Jesus. Can you take one minute, lift your hand wherever you are, and just talk to God this morning. Lift your hand, everyone, wherever you are. I want you to communicate with God this morning. And just tell the Lord that your heart is ready. You are open for whatever he wants to do in your life today. That God should speak a specific word into your life. Come on, go ahead and pray. I want to hear you pray. Mande soko brada kasika. If you can pray in the Holy Ghost, please pray in the Holy Ghost. Mande hika sutrambakista. Yes, dobam brada seke de ikadaba. Jabrada sata. Zikaba brada sata kaleke bo brada Ikandaria kababa mahanda lalaba sota babrada sata. Akadeko sata babrata sakata le kabaradosa. Hey, balaka sata karata balaka sata. Ibarata sata babolata setea. Sumambrata sakate le borasata. Come on, pray. Come on, pray. Zuba membrede kasato maradaba mabrada sata ikalalaba babalaba soto babrada sata. Today is going to mark a turning point in our lives, in our ministry, in this church. Mabrada bakasata la babrada balasata ikalabo membrede zadaba ya balaba sola bababa. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hey, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Because you will give a word in season today. Your unction will rest upon every individual here. Any yoke of delay is broken today in the name of Jesus. Any yoke of poverty is broken today in the name of Jesus. Lord, for every single one person here, we will begin to walk in unusual victory. We will begin to walk with uncommon favor. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for LLC. Thank you because this will be a great church in this city. You will open doors for them in this city. You will make room for them in this city. More than they have ever imagined. In the name of Jesus. And as this church is growing, the life of every individual will grow. 
in the mighty name of Jesus. Multi-millionaires will be raised here. Billionaires will be raised here. Top government officials will be raised here. Business moguls will be raised here. Big entertainers will be raised here. Captains of industries will be raised here. Happily and successfully married men and women will be raised here. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Lord. I bless your son and your daughter, Pastor Philip and Pastor Fumi. Fresh grace. Fresh grace. Wisdom beyond the level of knowledge you have. Grace beyond your capabilities. You will take one step and God will enlarge your feet under you. One step will look like a hundred steps. God will give you acceleration. God will give you speed. Grace will always cover you. In the name of Jesus, you will always stand out amongst your peers. You will be first amongst your equals. The things that strength cannot do, grace will do for you. In the name of Jesus, God will surround you with good people. God will raise you supporters, men of stature, men of skill, men of substance. In the name of Jesus, God will give you an undeniable voice in this city. In the name of Jesus, God will elevate you and God will promote you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Come on, give the Lord a big hand, somebody. Give the Lord a big hand, somebody. Woo! Glory to God. Like the video, we put, don't sit down here. Don't be in a hurry. You are young. Stand, stand, stand. Everybody stand. Stand. Don't sit down. Stand. You are still young. Praise God. Just like the video we watched yesterday, I said last time I came in November that I won't, won't be in that venue. So I decree also, as I'm here today, the next time we are coming, it will be multiple services. And this place will be jammed in all the services. In the name of Jesus. And when we are done from here, you will move to your own property. God will give you a choice land in this city. In the name of Jesus. More than you thought you could ever afford. Heaven will open the door for you. In the name of Jesus. And for all those here that support the work God is doing in this church, I speak over your life. You will also see acceleration in your life. You will be first among your own equals. You will see unique speed in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. If you receive it, shout it louder. Amen this morning. Hallelujah. Jam your hands together one more time. As we take our seats. Praise God. I appreciate your pastors so much. I love them, Pastor Philip and Pastor Fumi. Love them so much. Um, just like you said, um, my schedule is always, <laughs> always full. But I told him I wanted to be here and I'll make my time to be here. And I'm so glad to be spending today with all of you. Praise God. You can clap now. Clap, clap, clap. The people upstairs, you're not even clapping. You know. Those people upstairs, clap. I want to hear your own clap. Uh -huh. You are my people. We called you forth yesterday. <laughs> Praise God. Um, since the last time I came till now, um, I've released two new books. I have a lot of books. They're all outside, but I released two new books. This one is titled, How to Know If He or She Really Loves You. I said yesterday, that um, at the puppy stage, all dogs look alike. It's when they start growing, you now know that what you bought was not what the man told you it is. You, you get what I'm saying? Uh, they can tell you it's assassin, it's assassin, it's a uh, barber. When he grew, you now find that it's antelope. The mouth is longer than normal. 
It's like rat. Is <laughs> somebody getting what I'm saying? So there's a difference between love at the baby stage and love at the mature stage. So you, you, at baby stage, fake love and real love all look alike. They have the same similar. They have similarities. But it's when it look at it from a holistic and mature point of view, you now see the differences. And that's what I try to do in this book. So, and it's two books in one. So if you're, if you're a man, there's how to know if she really loves you. Most men think, uh, you know, some people think if I just love this person, that's okay. No, one person can't make a marriage work. If somebody gets what I'm saying. One person can't make a relationship work. Say, I love him so much. Thank you, but does he love you? Are you getting what I'm saying? Say, Pastor, I love her so much. Thank you for your love. Does she love you? This is what makes marriages fail. Somebody thinks their own love is enough to make the marriage go. Thank you for your love. You love him. You love him. Okay. But does he love you? I love her. I love her. Thank you. But does she love you? It's not enough for you to love the person. All right? So you need to, you need to know how to know if she really loves you. If you're a guy, is here. And it's two in one. So for you, the same book you're going to buy. How to know if he really loves you. Most men think they're the only one that can scam. Women are heavy in scamming too. <laughs> a lot of men have entered one chance because they just think, I have to find girl, I just marry her. No, no, no. There's a way to know if she really loves you. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? All right? I broke it. I don't want to go into the details, but I broke it down here. I give seven ways to know if she loves you and seven ways to know if he loves you. I said at the beginning stages, fake love and real love look alike. They all have excitement. They all have attraction. And they have connection. They all look alike, but they are not the same at all. Praise God. Uh, my children were disturbing me. I said, Daddy, buy a dog for us. I said, I've been a, I've owned dogs in my life. You don't want dog. They said, Daddy, we want dog. There was a time in my house before the kids came, I, I had up to 17 dogs. 17. I'm not kidding. <laughs> the budget to feed those dogs is in federal budget. As they release budget here, they plan for me. For my 17 dog. So when the children were telling me they want dog, I said, trust me, you don't want dog. If you know what's inside dog. They say, daddy, buy a dog. You know? So that's excitement. So somebody that works with us now brought his dog and gave, puppy, gave it to the kids to spend one day with the kids. They didn't let the dog sleep. They were playing with the dog. Everything happy, feeding the dog. Playing. When the dog started pooping and peeing, they were mopping the house three, four times a day. After they finish the 24 hours trial, they say, carry the dog. We don't want dog. As I told you, you don't want dog. That's how love is. It comes with excitement, but many people can't meet up with responsibility. There's just something that follows love. I love you so much. Can you call every day? It's I'm busy. No, you can't be busy. <laughs> this is what you signed in for. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? So there's a way to know if he didn't forget the big, at beginning stages, fake love and real love look the same because they all have excitement. They all have connection. They all have connection. I remember I traveled abroad one time. I have a friend that sells classic cars in America and California. So I traveled and I went by his shop and I saw this bar. I like, oh, I like classic cars, old, uh, these old cars. I saw one bad car. I think it's a Thunderbird or something. It was red with white roof. Beautiful car. Old school car. 1960 or 50 something car. Beautiful car, and I like classic cars. Ah, I looked at the car, everything was fine, and I checked the price. That time it was 20 something thousand dollars, and I could afford it. I could pay. I said, This car is nice. I went to meet my chief accountant, CFO. I went to my wife, I said, I want to buy this car. She's okay. No, she's a good girl. Marry well. So I just said, I want to buy this car. This car is fine. She's okay, you can buy it. 20K, you have it now. Buy it. 
So everything was fine. There was a connection. Me and the car had connection. I've checked everything. The last stage. I've already asked them how will you ship it to me. They've told me how they will ship it to Nigeria. Everything settled. What they mean now is for me to test drive the car to just. They opened. They brought the car out for me to drive around the place. They opened the door. I couldn't enter the car. I couldn't fit in. It was so tiny. It was designed for small people. My leg couldn't enter. You see, I had a connection with the car, but we don't fit with each other. Some people you like can't fit into your future. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? It's not everybody you like that can fit into your future. So you can like yourselves, but two of you don't have enough in common to go the journey together because marriage is a long journey. So I could have forced myself to squeeze inside though, and I would think I like this car, I must drive it. Uh, the first one hour, it'll be okay. But driving this car for all my life, by the time the car is done with me, my shape will permanently change. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? So there is connection, but it doesn't mean we actually are compatible. The last one I, I, is attraction. For fake love and real love, there's always attraction. There's attraction. But it doesn't mean you can actually sustain it. Attraction, everybody must be attracted. Something must attract you to somebody. So, I mean, of course, I'm a car person. So I saw this car, fast car, beautiful car, red, convertible, sports car. Love everything about the car. I was attracted to it. I'm a car person. Everything was fine until I asked them the price. $250,000. My attraction. I take my attraction, put it in nylon bag. <laughs> and went back to my house. Some people you are attracted to, you can't afford them. You can't. The cost, the cost of keeping that person in your life is something you can't afford. Some of you might need to leave your whole destiny. There are many women or men that have abandoned their dreams just to follow one man or follow one woman. You saw, I don't want to, you know, mention him, but you saw the person that slapped somebody on award ceremony. There's a way you marry somebody, your life will be going in one direction. You'll be losing your real self. By the time you are, the person is done with you, people that knew you before will know you again because you would have changed. Somebody getting what I'm saying? So please, get this book and um, we'll be available after the service, I am Pastor Mildred, to sign the books. Not just these books, all our other books there. I don't want to waste time to talk about all the other books. This one is a bestseller. It's also a new book. Seven things I badly want to tell women. If a woman here, can I hear an amen? amen? Please, get this book. I'm not saying it because my fine face is in front of it. But I'm saying it because of what? There's a lot of helpful material here. After 25 years of counseling women, these are seven things I badly want to tell women. If a woman, these seven things will change your life. I sat down to carve out seven most important things I want to tell women. And this are the seven things. If a woman buy this book, read it. It will bless you. Forward was done by Fallon Rachel Lakija, the richest black woman. You want to buy this book. If you're a wise woman. If you're a guy here, buy for your girlfriend, buy for your fiancé, buy for your mother, your sister. If you're here, to buy for your friend. It's a good book. Praise God. All right. Today, my assignment is to release, you know, a dimension into your life. I have been poor, and now I'm rich. Rich is better. 
I've, I've seen the two. I've experienced two. I've been poor. Ask Pastor Mildred. We didn't, we didn't marry like this at all. When we got married, like I said, she just finished her master's. Um, I, I, I was a pastor, but church wasn't paying me a salary. For the first 25 years of being a pastor, or 20 years, I can't remember now, for 20 years. For 20, 20 years. For the first 20 years of being a pastor, my church didn't pay me for the first 20 years. So, so people just think, oh, churches are, you will just eat money. You, don't you like money? Go and start church. Hunger <laughs> will deal with your generation. It wasn't like that at all. First 20 years, church didn't pay me. You know, so I've, I've been poor. I've been poor. So I was living by faith from that time. You see, the beauty of it, let me tell you something. Let me, and Pastor Philip was saying things like that. Sometimes God is more interested in what's, what he's doing inside you than what he's doing around you. What he's doing inside you is the one that you can take anywhere. That's why all this, I want to run to Canada or whatever, is not the key to prosperity. Prosperity is not from abroad, it's from above. Pastor Peter said that. It's not from abroad, it's from what? Above. It doesn't mean you should not go to Canada. But let's, let's walk inside you first. Canada is not heaven. If God walks inside you, then wherever you go, you will prosper. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? So, um, I didn't start out not wanting to earn a salary. Church was trying to pay me. But we always had more bills than money. And we hired some staff. And they couldn't pay those staff. So I told them, instead of paying me, be paying the staff. So that's how I stopped earning salary. And I started living by faith. This was many, many years ago. And I found out that living by faith was better than living by salary. Salary is good. But you see, as a human being, can I tell you something? You were not created to be limited. Somebody's not getting what I'm saying. I say you were not created to be what? Limited. God, that's why you are never satisfied when you are limited. No matter what you have, there's a, there's a craving inside you for more. No matter who you are. This is what the people that do iPhone and Coop thrive on. Because no matter the iPhone, whatever they buy now, when the new one comes out, you still want. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? You were created for more. So those experiences of living by faith helped my mind to expand beyond whatever salary I was not receiving. And it made a big difference in my life. And like she said, at the beginning stages, there are times we didn't have toothpaste. Times we didn't have toothpaste, you know? So we have to help ourselves. So she will press the toothpaste. I will, she will hold the toothpaste, the toothbrush. I will use all my muscle to press out all the remaining. Then after we have pressed remaining, we will now cut it and be scraping it small, small. That's how we were surviving. Many times we didn't have soap. We didn't have soap. So those days they used to have bar soaps. And um, when you know when you use the bar soap to some point, one tiny part will remain that refused to go away. I mean, if you know what I'm talking about, if you are too young to know what I'm talking about. like that type of soap. So, so when we will now gather all the remaining ones, join it together with other ones that remain. That's how we were buffing. Many times we didn't have food, we didn't have soap, we didn't have toothpaste. So I've been poor, I've been broke. There was a time, even before I got married, I wore one trouser for seven years. One, when I mean I wore it for seven years, not that I had another trouser. This was the trouser. <laughs> for seven years. And the trouser, I didn't buy it, it was Brother Dashmi. It was my elder brother that dashed me trouser. After he used it in medical school for many years, he now dashed me. The trouser has served. They now dashed me. And my brother was bigger than me, so... They had to adjust the waist of the trouser. You know when they adjust that the front pocket is not where it should be? <laughs> you can't just put your hand in your pocket like this because the pocket is not there. They've adjusted the waist. The pocket has moved. 
and they still dash me that trouser. I still wore it for seven years. I didn't even know I was wearing it for seven years. It was in our 70th year anniversary. Somebody now said, Pastor, it would be nice for us to do a picture of all our anniversary. So we we'll post the pictures on the wall. People that attend the program will see our history. I say it's a good idea. So they brought anniversary one. I was wearing that trouser. Anniversary two. I was wearing the trouser. Three, four, five, six. Then guess what I was planning to wear? Anniversary seven. The same trouser. That's why I say, ah, I can't let this trouser continue. That's when I went to, I, went, I had to burn it. I didn't dash somebody. I dash somebody, that's how I continue again. There's a spirit inside it. So I burn it, throw it away. We're not gonna, nobody should wear it again. So I didn't even know I wore it for seven years. It was the only trouser. I wore it for both special program, both special program and normal program. Normal service. That was my only trouser. So I'm, t- I'm just trying to give you a history to say that we're not just telling you nonsense. This, we have walked through it. I've, if you have been poor, I have trekked. I have trekked. You know when you use trekking to cover your transport fare? Use trekking to support your transport fare. You know, if you trek from here to Lube, then you can take transport from there. From there to where you go, it's cheaper. Massive national trek. <laughs> I've been poor, my brother. <laughs> Is somebody getting what I'm saying? There was a time we used to buy bone. I didn't know this. Pastor, I didn't know they said bone in market. Because when I was living with my parents, bone is something you find after you have eaten meat. Then you find out that there's bone inside the meat. And you throw it away. You know what the brother said? When poverty starts, I knew that they have places in market that they sell bone. As you go to the market to buy bone, to use to cook. And my cousin that was doing the cooking, I told her, this bone we are buying. Of what purpose is it now? Because it's difficult to even eat. She said, it's the bone that is helping us make the stew because you need to get stock. So you have to boil the bone to get stock to make stew. And we had the dog then. So people talked when we go to market to buy bone that it was for the dog. The dog, no, they even see the bone because they are human dogs eating the bone. I've been there. I had a, one of my pastor friends came to visit me that time and I served him draw soup with two bones. So I say, you know, we're eating together. I say, you take your bone, I take my bone. I told him, you can take your own first. When he looked at the bone, he said, he's okay. I was very happy. That day I ate two bones, only me. That day was Christmas. <laughs> two bones, only me. I'm saying all this to tell you that no matter how things are for you, look, we've been there. I've been poor, now I'm rich. Rich is better. Don't let anybody lie to you. Rich is better. Is somebody get what I'm saying? So, I married my wife into that poverty. She came from a well-to-do, she came from a well-to-do home. They were okay. You know, they've always had DSTV. Me, I didn't have TV. <laughs> How much more DS? I never get TV. It was when she was coming to my house that I bought the first TV and DSTV used. They were used TV. Somebody was relocating then, so I just begged him, pay him small, small, collect his TV and DSTV. That's what I did. I didn't even have TV before she came. So, we started like that, suffering, and I began to open my heart to God's word now. And this is where the things start getting serious. Listen, no matter who you are, there's a covenant of wealth over your life. Whether you're male or female. And this is why we tell women, please don't have the mindset that a man must take care of me. We dealt with that yesterday. I said, woman, you too can be rich. The same God is rich unto what? Oh. Don't say a man must take care of me. So, if the man is delaying to show up now, you'll be poor while you're waiting to marry. Make your own money. Same grace is rich unto all that calls unto him. 
Is somebody getting what I'm saying? And when you have this mindset, Pastor mentioned it, we dealt with it yesterday. If you're not here, please get the message or watch it on YouTube, whatever. You know, we dealt with that. When you have the mindset that a man is the one that's supposed to provide for the house, the moment a woman starts earning more than a man, there will be a problem in the family. God wants partnership. Not necessarily that the man... Now, it doesn't mean men should not be responsible, but a man is not... His, his sole job is not to be sole provider of the house. I've seen couples that the, the woman's tight is the man's whole salary. And the man wants her to resign. Yes, now, because he's the... They've told him he's the provider. Those are the, idea, those are the, mind, that, those are the dangers of that mindset. A lot of women have grace for wealth. But they are being idle. They are being subdued. Because they believe that the man must be. No, you are, you are partners. God can choose any of you or any channel to bring the wealth into the family. Are you here, somebody? Mm. So you have a covenant of wealth. Look at Galatians chapter 3. Galatians 3, verse 9. It says, DJ, you know, yeah. It says, So then, them, so then, sorry, they which be of faith, are what? I can't hear you. Everybody, I want us to read this together. One, two, go. So those who be of faith, that's if you are born again, you are blessed with faith with Abraham. And the Bible also says that, you know, we are now connected to the blessing of Abraham. All that is in Galatians. I'm trying to be as fast as I can. We are all connected to the same blessing. Say, through Christ, the blessings of Abraham are now ours. The blessings of who? Are now ours. Hmm. Okay, so go to, what's the blessing of Abraham? Go to Genesis chapter 12. What's the blessing of Abraham? Genesis chapter 12, verse 1. And this is where I want you to tap into. He said, now the Lord has said unto Abraham, get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land I will show you. Next verse. And I will do what? I can't hear you guys. And I will do what? A great nation. So please be writing these things down if you can. God said it will make you a great nation. It doesn't mean you'll be a country. A nation is talking about, you know, organization. There's nation inside organization. Am I correct? I can't hear you. Am I correct? There's nation. The word nation is inside organization. So he's talking about you'll be an entity. You'll be an industry. You'll be an organization. That means you're, that's why I'm saying that you know, just your salary is not what God is calling you to, to be. You are a nation. So, number one, he said it will make you a great nation. Not just any nation, you'll be a great nation. Number two, he said, and I will do what? I can't hear you guys. I will do what? Bless you. So, write that down. We'll bless you. Number three, and I will do what? Make your name great. Your name will not just be an ordinary name. Your name will be that name that when it's mentioned, people will recognize it. Amen. That amen is not born again. Yeah. So make your name great. And he said, and thou shalt be what? A blessing. Listen, listen very carefully. Your dream should not be to have money alone. The Bible always talks about honor and riches because they are two different categories. You can have riches and not be honored. You can have honor and not have riches. God is saying the both are your portion. He said honor and riches comes because of the fear of the Lord. So he said you will be a blessing. You will be the kind of person that people will thank God for. People that have never met you physically will say I thank God for your life. 
You're not receiving it at all this morning. So don't plan to just have money. No, 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 no. That's a low level. There are many people that have money, but everybody insults them. People hate them. People don't even know who they are. Don't care. Instead, you say you will be a blessing. It's better to be a blessing. There's no way I go now that people don't recognize me. I've not given them any money. Somebody gets what I'm saying. Everywhere they give me special treatments. Everywhere they give me special treatments. My swimming pool in my house. They said it was too big for the house. So the people in the estate said I should come and they should stop work. When they brought the person that is supposed to be the compliance, whatever. When it came, it's a based on personal record. Oh, it's you, Pastor K. It's a based on personal recognition. Continue your work. No, they should start. That's honor. I didn't give him any money. But the name has been a blessing. So you might not know what I'm praying for you for, but just be shouting a loud amen. Because a time will come in your life, you will appreciate the power of a good name. Not just money. There are doors that name will open that money can never open. And your children, the thing your children need to inherit is your name. Not just money. Money can fade. Somebody you gave 10 million naira 10 years ago, is it the same value now? Yeah, but the name can generate anything. Because a good name is better than silver and gold. So what I'm praying for, for you need to understand. Abraham has long gone. I've not, I didn't see one dime of Abraham, but the covenant he had with God is still speaking over my life here. That's why they pray the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They didn't give me money inside that co contract, but what they gave me is better than money. Oh, I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. Finish, let's go there. So he said, number one, I'll make you a great nation. Number two, what? I'll bless you. Hmm, I don't have time to go into what it means to be blessed. Number three, it will make what? Your name great. Hey, your business name will be great. Your company name will be great. Your family name will be great. In the name of Jesus. He said, I will make your name great. I will make your name great. There's something about having a great name. Hmm. He said, and thou shall be a blessing. In the later part of your life, what will matter most is people that you impacted. Not how much you have gathered under your table. Nobody cares. All the billionaires in Nigeria, do I know them? Do I care? But the people that have made an impact will remember them forever. He said, you shall be a blessing. You will be blessed enough that only you can eat all your blessing. There are people here you will send people to school. You will sponsor people in university. You will build churches. You will build schools. In the name of Jesus. Mm. I need you to catch this next verse. Look at this. He said, and I will bless them that bless you. You will be a fertile ground. When people bless you, they contact blessing. When people come in contact with you, they contact blessing. He said, I will bless them that bless you. I like the next one. I will also curse them that curse you. That's why you have no business fighting your enemies. They're already defeated. God will deal with them on your behalf. He said, I will curse those that curse you. And he said, through you or in you shall all the families of the earth connect to that blessing. Do you understand? This promise they gave Abraham. 
is what may brought us. This is it here. That all of us on the earth will have access. Listen, the blessing you will get, generations and generations and generations after you will be remembering you for it. They will be thanking God on your behalf in the name of Jesus. So you see by the blessing, what they call the blessing of Abraham, there's nothing inside there that gives room for a small person. You can't be small. Are you getting what I'm saying? I say you can't what? Be small. You can't be small. Nothing about you can be small. Whatever it is. See, it's not the work you are doing that makes a difference. It's the blessing upon the work you are doing. That's why it's not compulsory you go to Canada. And if you want to go to Canada, it's okay. But still go with the mindset of the blessing. That you're not going there to hustle. Are you getting what I'm saying? Hustle mentality and covenant mentality don't go together. We are not hustlers. Are you getting what I'm saying? We are not hustlers. You are blessed. Glory to God. I said glory to God. Come on, say with me, I am blessed. Say the blessing of Abraham will come upon the Gentiles through faith and through Christ. The blessing of Abraham comes upon us that didn't know God before. So you are now as entitled to God's help like Abraham was. And nothing about Abraham went down. Are you here, somebody? Your story will end well. Your journey will be a fruitful one. So there's nothing about... So go and register that business name. It will be a great name. See, in the blessing, there is a supernatural force that causes increase. I don't have time to read all these stories. But wherever the word blessing is mentioned, increase is mentioned. He said, I called Abraham alone and blessed him and increased him. Wherever there is blessing, there is increase. You will never remain small again in the name of Jesus. I dare you, whether you are male or female, go and register that business name. Go and open that business account. Open both dollar and naira accounts. Are you here, somebody? This is a prophetic instruction, so make sure you go and do it after the service. Register that name. Package that business. He says it will make the name great. It's a covenant of blessing. It will make your name great. Go and package your CV. If, if you're a career person, you will work globally. You will work in the best companies in the world. That's what he said. It will make your name great. And you will be blessed. Hallelujah. Hmm. So it's never the work. It's never the business you are doing. It's about the blessing. He said, the blessing of the Lord, it maketh what? Rich. What makes rich? I can't hear you. What makes rich? DJ, bring up the scripture. He says, the blessing of the Lord that maketh rich. Look at it here. Oh, give me the blessing of the Lord. I think it's Proverbs, um, is it 10, 22? He said, the blessing of the Lord, it make it rich. What make it rich? I can't hear you. What make it rich? Look at it here. Proverbs 10, 22, yes. He said, the blessing of the Lord, it make it rich. And does what? That word sorrow is toiling, sweating. Hustlers, I'm saying you're not a hustler. That word sorrow is the same sorrow they used in Genesis when God was threatening Abraham, that the, I mean Adam, that the ground is cursed for your sake. And now, through sorrow, Shall you eat? So it's a cost to be a hustler. It's a cost to be a hustler. Many people have lost their family because they must work morning to night. For what? Something that the blessing can provide. It's the blessing that makes rich. What makes rich? I can't hear you. What makes rich? The blessing. 
person that makes rich. That's what makes rich. Nobody here will have an ordinary name. Hmm. And let me just tell you, if you are planning to be rich here, please don't plan to be rich in Naira. I, I even reject it for you. If you are planning to be rich, eh? all your goals should be set in currency like dollar. Or whatever the prevailing currency is at any time. Because people will watch this video many years from now. If dollar is not the, whatever is the prevailing currency, that should be your dream. If you're planning to be a millionaire, don't say I'm not a millionaire in Naira. You can't even pay rent to one million Naira in a good place. Am I correct? <laughs> so don't be telling me your plans to be a millionaire in Naira. You can't be SLC and be talking like that. Are you here, somebody? How many want to be millionaires here? <laughs> what currency? <laughs> Praise God. Your dreams should not be in Naira. Uh-huh. I've seen the sluggish nature of Naira long ago. So my dreams have always been in dollars. Are you here, somebody? Uh, if you're a millionaire in dollars, you can even buy a house at once. Not that in a millionaire Naira, you can't rent a house. You need to see beg the landlord to pay small, small. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? So, how do we work in these things? How do we work in this? Thing? Like I told you, I've been poor. Now I'm rich. The principle... I want to introduce to you today is the principle of giving and receiving. The principle of what? Giving and receiving. It's what changed our own life. And I want to introduce you to it today. You probably have heard it before, but listen, I want to tell you it's one of the most powerful principles of scripture. Do you know everywhere in scripture they talked about giving, they also talked about receiving the same place. Everywhere. There's nowhere in scripture they talked about giving and just ended it by giving. Everywhere in scripture they talked about giving, they always mentioned that they'll be receiving. Genesis chapter 2 verse, chapter 8, Genesis 8 verse 22. Genesis 8 22. I want us to read this together. I want to go. See you there. They say, while the earth remains, does the earth still remain? I can't hear you. Is the earth still around? They say, while the earth remains. They didn't say, why is Old Testament and New Testament? They say, why the earth, what? Remains. Seed time. And what? Harvest. They didn't just say seed time will remain. No, no, no. There's nowhere they will mention seed or giving and not mention a harvest. Nowhere. Nowhere. It's everywhere. They say, cast your bread upon the waters after many days. If everywhere they talk about seed, they must mention harvest inside. God is not unjust to owe anybody. It's too big for that. Seed time and what? Harvest. Look at Proverbs 11, 24 and 25. Pastor Muriel talked about this. Look at this. There is that what? Scattered and yet what? I can't hear you guys. There is that what? And yet, just what? Increase it. And there is that what? We told that more than is meet or necessary, but it tended to what? Look at it there. So there is that scattered, yet increase it. He scattered and is increasing. What do you mean by scattered is give? See the next verse 25. It says, The liberal soul shall what? 
made fat. Please take note of that. I'm going to come back to it. The liberal soul shall be made fat. And he that watereth shall be what? Watered also. You can give me this in any... Okay, do you have other versions? You don't have other versions? I mean, I'm a King James person too. Galatians 6, from verse 7 and 8, or 7 to 9. Be not what? I can't hear you. Be not what? Be deceived. God is not mocked. For what? Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he what? I told you, there's nowhere they will tell you about giving or sowing that they won't mention receiving along. Nowhere. Jump to verse 9, so that we won't waste time. Jump to verse 9. It says, and let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall what? Reap. If we what? Faith not. Philippians 4.15. Philippians 4.15. Look at this. It said, now you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, it said, no church communicated with me as concerning what? I can't hear you. Concerning what? Do you notice he didn't say no church? Spoke to me about giving. He said, no trust me about giving and what? Receiving. Because they always go together. So guys, listen. Listen. When you enter the covenant of giving and receiving, your prosperity is no longer tied to Nigeria's economy. This is what the covenant is about. It's about where are you looking to for your blessing. If you are tying it to how hard you work, then it's tied to the economy of the country you live in. It's tied to, the, tied to the pay grade of your level. People like this don't earn more than this. People like this don't earn more than this. The moment you connect it to giving and receiving, then it's tied to your giving. And it's tied to who, the, who, who, is, who is the releaser of the giving. Is somebody get what I'm saying? What giving and receiving does to you is that it shifts your eyes from the economy. Like I told you, I'm, 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 I'm rich in dollars. I have no interest and in debate with Naira. What do I have with Naira? I have no connection with Naira. Even my account officer, even when, when we give her Naira to pay, she said no, she said she'll be doing face. That's my, my account person. That's how much dollars I receive. That anytime there's Naira, Naira is the odd thing I receive. It's odd. I'm not joking. My wife is saying, the account person that handles our account. When we bring Naira, she'll say, mm. Because everything we receive is in foreign currency. I had no intention of being rich in Naira. What's Naira? I've seen the sluggish nature of Naira long ago. Prosperity is not from ab abroad, it's from above. I send dollars from here to people abroad to help them. Say, so, oh, just need, you need some support. It's from Nigeria. I'll send dollars. <laughs> 500 dollars. Somebody abroad in America. Canada is not heaven. Are you here, somebody? <laughs> it's important you know that. So, Giving and receiving. One of the benefits of giving is that it puts your eyes on God. No more on the economy of the country. If you are not, see, the Bible says, wherever your treasures are, there will your heart be also. Where you are giving into determines the direction of your eyes. If all you are giving into is this in Nigeria, then your, your eyes will be here. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? It, it, it directs your focus. Matthew 6, 21. Matthew 6, 21. He said, wherever your treasures are, there will your eyes be. Look, say, look at it here. For where your treasure is, there will you what? your heart be also. So I started this giving journey long ago. And the more you give to God, the more your eyes are on God. I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. You heard of some of the stories Pastor was sharing about our properties, all the properties. What we do, whenever we want to buy a property, you know what we do? I look for a church 
that has their own property. And I go and sow into, the, into that church. And I'm saying, Lord, you see, God didn't promise you that your church members will bring money. There's no such promise in scripture. So you can't put your eyes on it. I don't put my, <laughs> most of my guys in church are young too. So I don't depend on them. I don't look at their face and say, who can give money? No, 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 no. I go and plant my seed. Once I plant my seed, it's me and God that have business. And God is able to provide. I don't know if somebody's guessing what I'm saying. Some of you, your eyes are on your parents. Your eyes are on Nigerian government. Your eyes are on this person, on that one. And when they disappoint you, now your faith now fail. Me, me and, it's me and God that have business. It's only when God tells me that the economy in heaven too is tough. That they're having some financial difficulties. Uh, things are tight. Oh, my son, take it easy as you're dreaming. That's what's going to happen. If God said everything is fine from his own end, me and him are fine. I don't care your country's economy is not my business. Because that's not what I sold into heaven. And heaven is one that will bring my reward. Very important. So your giving directs your focus. If you're not a giver, then your focus will be directed at just your company. If the company is downsizing, your, your faith will be downsizing. If your company is raising salary, if, 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 if Nada gets more devalued, if as dollar is going up, it's favoring me, I earn in dollars. Oh, I don't know if get what I'm saying. <laughs> Nowadays, you don't even have to live in America to earn in dollars. You can even be here and earn in dollars. There are so many business opportunities you can do from here. In fact, some people say in our church, they work, they live in Nigeria and they work abroad. Because everything is remote. Come on, say I hear. So number one, giving puts your focus. Second thing that giving does for you, it enlarges your heart. That's why I said the liberal soul shall be made fat. Pastor M talked about, listen, any amount of money that you can give puts a limit on what you can receive. If you can stretch yourself and give beyond whatever you have given before, you will find that that money becomes small in your eyes. Any amount you can't give is, is, is bigger than you. The moment you can give in that dimension, it means you can also receive in that dimension. Say the liberal soul is the one that shall be made fat. Not the liberal account, liberal soul. Because giving enlarges your heart. The first time I gave one million, ah, it stretched us. I will share the story. It stretched us. And since that time, millions look like naira. It looked like hundred to me. Look like thousands to me now. Are you here, somebody? Third thing that giving does. It helps you overcome greed. Every natural human being is born with greed. Greed. You want to have more. Especially that you don't work for. <laughs> Free money. Greed. You want to keep more. The slogan of the world is get all you can. Can all you get and sit on the can. <laughs> get all you can. Can all you get and do what? Sit on the can. Giving helps you conquer greed. You begin to learn how not to attach too much importance to money. And the last one, giving helps you conquer fear. Every human being has fear of the future. That's what is called anxiety. People are afraid of their future. This is why people, people just want to relocate out of fear. Listen, like I said, I'm not saying you should not go to Canada if that's what God is telling you. But make sure it's something you are praying about. Not just that because everybody's running that, hey, hey, Nigeria is going to scatter. Come on. When we are still here, nothing is going to happen. God never destroys the place when he has righteous people there. Are you getting what I'm saying? So don't uh, have that mindset of fear. Don't make any move. That's what I said yesterday. Don't save for the rainy day. It's already raining. Save for a project. Save with a vision. It's better. Not that I save out of fear. Hey, hey we're going to die. Put your money under the bed. Everybody lie down. We are dying. Nah. Do anything you're doing out of faith. Save for a project. 
Save to buy a house. Save to do something big. Save to the target. I want to have a million dollars or whatever. Save like that. Don't save out of fear. No. Giving helps you overcome fear. When the widow wanted to give her last money, she told Elijah that this last food, me and my son will eat it and we will die. And the first thing Elijah said to her is, be not afraid. Many people can't give because this is my last. I will die if I give it. You will not die. Are you here, somebody? I said you will not die. Next point. The measure you used to give, and this is what really changed our own life. There are two points I'll talk about and I'll pray for you. The measure you used to give, that's the first point, matters a lot. The measure. Luke chapter 6, verse 38. The measure you used to give matters a lot. Look at it here. It says what? Give, and it shall what? I told you there's nowhere you will see in Scripture. Nowhere in Scripture where they will ask you to give and not talk about your harvest. Nowhere. Give, and it shall be given unto you. What will it happen? Good measure. Second one. Third one. Shake it together. And what? Over. Shall men bring back to your bosom. Now, this is where we mostly stop when we quote the scripture. Even the song that they sang out of this thing is stopped here. You know that song? Give, and it shall... Oh, yeah, now. Good measure. Press down. Shake it together. Running over, give, and it will come back to you. You give, give to the... You see, everybody stops there. The second line is the most important one. It says, for with the same measure that you used to met or give without, it shall be what? Measured back to you. So the principle is not just about the giving, it's about the measure. So, we're broke, like I told you, my wife, very broke couple. My, no soap, no, no toothpaste. Many times, no food. My wife came from where to do home. They always had gas cooker. When she moved to my house, it was stove. You know that green stove? I don't know if some of you know it. Some of you are rich, you don't know. There's one green stove, the single one, that you have to pour kerosene in it and adjust the rope tread every day before you use it. So my wife came from where they were using gas. She came to my house. It's that stove. And she didn't she wasn't used to it. One of the days she was using it, the thing exploded. Boof. This is my yellow wife turned black. I'm telling you, I'm telling you that I've been through poverty. Oh, forget, don't make any plans to be poor. It's not good. I'm telling you, your children will not be happy. Don't make plans to be poor. Mm. That's why what I'm teaching you today, you need to jump at it with your whole heart. I'm telling you, as a practitioner, I've been poor. I've been poor. There's not one time my poverty, I don't know. I've been poor. I've bought bone now. I've eaten bone. My dog, they look like I chop the bone. They look like I say, forget dog. Forget this bone. Now, human dogs, they chopper. <laughs> so I've been there. So this is what changed our life. So we're poor. And I was studying the scripture one day, and God said, that second line is more important than the first line. That the measure you used to give is the measure you will use to receive. He said, check your life. Every time I've increased you, you gave at a certain level. And I began to think it's true. Because at that time, I was reading that scripture, my life was in the 100,000 realm. So most of my blessings came around that 50K, 100K max. They were all around that level. He said, remember that what even brought you to this level was that you gave in that level. And the blessings started coming in that level. He said, the same measure you used to give, that's the measure they'll be using. So you determine your own container. You determine the container is measured to you for it. It's like when you go and buy gari or beans in the market, they will ask you, what, what container do you want? Either in cup or in... Um, 
mudu. You determine it. You determine the, how the flow. So God said, don't you notice that all this 50K, 100K you received, 70K, all my blessings were around that level and all my dreams were in millions. Because you can't buy a car 100K. So God said, if you want to be receiving in millions, you need to sow in millions. Ah. I said, are you serious? Say yes. Wow. So I told my wife, I said, we're going to sow our first one million seed. We're broke people, I'm telling you. Broke couple. I said, we're going to sow our one million seed. So we began to keep Save all of the money. That time, if you dash me bag of rice as a pastor, say, Pastor, it's Christmas, over Easter, we brought bag of rice for you. I say, Thank you. As you leave, I'm putting it on the market. I'll start calling people who wants to buy a bag of rice. I will sell it and add it to my money because I was saving for my one million naira seed. After a few months, we were able to put the one million naira together. After we all money, we gathered every money from anywhere, all accounts empty, everything. It took months, but we didn't, we didn't buy any other thing. We put all spending on hold until we got that one million naira. In fact, we wanted to be sure. We made it 1,010,000. I didn't want to story that bank charge something, something now came below. <laughs> no, I wanted to break the million realm forever. So we got 1,010,000. And we sold our first 1 million seed. Listen, guys, I kid you not. In a matter of three months or four months, we were able to give 1 million two other times after that first one. These people that never had 50k we were able to give one million or two million. That's one, one million two times in the space of four months. If you want to clap, you can clap to the glory of God. And I kid you not, this was many, 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 many years ago, many, many years ago. Since that time, I mean, the million realm has been broken forever. After that, the next major project we were doing in church, my seed for it was five million. This was a broke guy. Give five million one seed. After that, <laughs> the last project we did that Pastor was talking about, that we, our church bought a property of one point something billion. My seed there was fifty million. It has been growing since that time. <laughs> you can give clap to the glory of God if you want to. You can. <laughs> the, 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 the realm has opened forever. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Look, the measure. You determine the measure. Then, again, it now occurred to me, say, whatsoever you sow, Galatians 6, that's the second part I need to catch. Galatians 6. He said, whatsoever you sow, that shall you also reap. So, he's saying, beyond the measure, again, let me show you one scripture for measure. Second Corinthians. Let me show you one more scripture I'm talking about measure. Second Corinthians 9, 6. I just want to show you that these things are in the Bible. Second Corinthians 9, 6. Quickly, DJ. The measure. You tell me, look at this here. But this I say to you. He which soweth what? Sparingly. How shall he reap? The person that sows sparingly, how shall he reap? He also reaps sparingly. Say, and, the, and he which soweth bountifully, how shall he reap? If all you are sowing is uh, taxi, change from taxi you enter, you will keep having enough money to enter taxes. When you start sowing money that can buy car, you will receive cars. That's how it works. If you keep sowing loose change, you will keep having a lot of loose change. If you keep sowing money to enter Okada, you have more money to enter more Okada or move to Keke. If you sow sparingly, I didn't write any of these things. There's no way you see giving and it won't be mentioned about receiving. But here, they're talking about the measure. They're saying the measure, if you give sparingly, your harvest will come, oh, but it also come what? Sparingly. If you give bountifulness, you have this too, we come. But it will come what? 
So it's not that I'm just cooking it up. It's right there. This is what God taught me himself. Nobody had ever taught me about the measure. Not that I'm sure there are people teaching me, but I had never encountered it. What I usually heard is give and shall be given back to you. But God said, the measure. You must be deliberate about the measure. Nobody goes to buy beans and say, give me beans. They will ask you what measure. If it's cups, if it's, if it's bowls, if it's buckets. So, measure is the first one. Second one, they say, what you sow is also what you will reap. That's Galatians 6. See, don't be deceived though. God is not mocked. Whatever you sow is also what you will receive. DJ, give me Galatians 6 quickly. From verse 7 now. Already, already. He said, what you sow, what you sow, what you sow. Look at this. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that is the thing that he will what? Receive. So, when we were broke, one of my church members traveled abroad, now came back for holiday or something, now gave us $200. I can never forget. We were broke couple, remember? A whole $200. Hey, I brought it to my wife and we were dancing. Broke up. $200 for the first time. We were dancing. And I sprayed her the money. And she was dancing. And after I sprayed her, I picked it up. <laughs> and I told her, we don't eat this time. We don't eat this time. I said, we will sow it. I took it to one of my mentors then. Planted it. In fact, on my way to go and plant the seed, because they were having a program. And I wanted to meet him in the program. On my way to plant the program, the police stand stop me on the road. They say, where's your driver license? Where's your particulars? Where's your birth certificate? They didn't ask him, but you know how police, they'll be asking you a long story. I saw that these guys were going to waste my time. I, told, I gave them the key. I said, take the car. Eh? Where I'm going is very important. If I don't get there on time, I'll miss it. Keep the car. I'll come back and meet you. That's how. See, when you are, see, when you are ready to change levels, nobody can stop you. This, this is a real life story. I'm not kidding you. I was away for a program to go and sow that seed. Police asking me long story. I left the car for them. I said, look, I'll come and meet you in your station. Carry car. I got you. I enter my taxi. I got there. Thank God I left. Because I got there. They, were, they, had, they had even finished the program. The pastor was just greeting people at the end. So if I had missed, you would have gone. He quickly put the seed in his hand. Spoke over me. $200. Went back later to collect my car. <laughs> Some months or one year, I can't remember, after that, somebody came. One of my sons also came from abroad. He said, Pastor, I want to write you a check. I said, okay. I don't go to the bank or I'm too busy. So write the name of my protocol. He wrote the name of my protocol. When he left, he just showed me the check. I opened it. That time, there was only one bank in Nigeria that was giving check in dollars. So it wasn't common. When I opened it, eh, I saw $6,500. $6,400. I, I said, why are you writing this boy's name? <laughs> if it's dollars, I can go, I'll go to Bango. I said, I'll follow him. I don't trust anybody. <laughs> I thought it's Naira now. $6,500, $400. That time. That's it. They were not common to have the, only one bank was giving checks in dollars. Ah. So we brought it. We cashed it. We're happy. Broke couple, have a whole $6,000. I said, we don't eat this time. Mm, don't eat this time. <laughs> mm. See, the size of your dream determines your behavior. Some people, they've reached where they are going. That's why they are settled. Size of your dream determines your behavior. If what you have is not enough to be your harvest, make it your seed. Mm. Mm. 
If what you have now is not enough for your harvest, make it your seed. Make it your seed. I said, we don't eat this time. We gave it. Sold the $6,000. $6,004. A few years after, one or two years after, I can't remember how long. Somebody came to my house, brought an envelope. He said, Pastor. Sorry? It was crossover. Okay, there was crossover the next day. Okay. So maybe on 30th to 31st or something. Guy came to my house. Hey, was working abroad, just came back. Wants to give me a seed. Give me $10,000 in cash. Uh-uh. Remember the Bible said, what you sow is what you reap. I told my wife, we don't eat this time. <laughs> hey, like I said, it's where you are going that matters. If you have reached your bus stop, you come down. If you have not reached your bus stop, you continue. I said, we don't eat this time. We sold it. We gave it. One or two years after, I can't remember. Me and my wife, we sat down in the car after service. And I just said, honey, let's believe God for a million dollars. Let's believe God for a million. Because one day I might just want to go and retire abroad. I want to be able to just buy a house when I reach there. Let's believe God for a million dollars. She said, are we going to be changing our naira to dollars? Or I said, I don't even know. But we just agreed that day that we're believing God for a million dollars. We did that on a Monday. By Thursday of that same week, somebody rang my bell. I've never had my bath. Early in the morning, a couple rang my bell and they gave me one bag. It was a perfume bag. And when they gave me, they saw in my face that I was upset that you woke me up in the morning to give me because I had perfume in my house that I've not used. You know, woke up me up when they gave me perfume. When they saw my face, they said, Pastor, it's not perfume that is there. I need to learn how to hide my special expression more. <laughs> you know, just say, Thank you, even though you're not happy. They say it's not perfume that is there. I said, Ah, okay. <laughs> I said, do you want to come in? Do you want to say, no, no, no. They, they, they didn't even come in. They stayed outside. They just gave me a left. I couldn't wait to reach upstairs. So on the, on the staircase, I opened the bag, the perfume bag. It was $100,000 in cash. In cash. <laughs> it was beautiful, trust me. $100,000 in cash is fine. It's very pretty. It's pretty. I took picture with it. I took selfie. It's fine. It's beautiful. $100K in cash. My account officer said, you can't even pay in this kind of money at once. You have to pay it in small, small. It reminded me of scripture that says, when God blesses you, you won't have room enough to receive it. Hallelujah. So you won't have room enough to receive it. And remember, where we are going is a million dollars. This is a hundred K. And this is Nigeria. I'm not earning this money abroad. I didn't go and wash plate anywhere abroad. That's what I'm teaching you. Prosperity is not from abroad. Don't let anybody be telling you there's no money in Nigeria. There's no money in Abuja. Is the person looking at Abuja that has problem? I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Yes, if they say there's no money in Abuja, tell them you're not even looking at Abuja. You might live in Abuja, but you're not looking to Abuja to prosper you. Who are you looking to? To God. Except God tells me that um, our contact, our plug in Abuja has uh, resigned. So we can't send money again to Abuja. Except God tells you that. If it doesn't, any country you are is fine. If your eyes are on God. Your problem is that you're looking at the economy of the country. I have no business with Nigeria. I have no covenant with Nigeria. Me and Nigeria have to decide any contract. My covenant is with who? With God. Only when he calls me and says, look, our Nigerian plug has issues. We can't send anybody money in Nigeria. If he doesn't say that, I will stay here and be prospering as much as I want. So you don't have to go and hustle. So we are going to $1 million that time. The goal has changed now. Where, where. But that time, the goal was $1 million. Mm. 
I want to very rich in dollars. I'm not billionaire is not Nigeria billionaire. Nigeria billionaire that, that one government policy can make bring you back to Tanzania overnight. I'm not doing such rubbish. So we got the hundred k. Beautiful, fine. But to my wife, we don't eat this time because people see us. They think they think we just got here by gimmicks. We have put seed on the ground. I can never be poor. There's too much seed on the ground. I can never what? Be poor. You saw the scriptures I read. Everywhere they mention giving, they mention receiving. That's what I'm looking at. Not the economy of your country. I can never be poor. I have too much seed on the ground. Dangerous seed. We gave the whole 100k. Sold it. And since that time, I kid you not. I kid you not. <laughs> I kid you not. Uh, I'm blessed in dollars. Like I told you, my accountant, if you give, him, give my accountant Naira now to pay for me, he'll be upset. She'll be upset that we're paying Naira. We see talking Naira. Because most of our income comes in dollars. There's no week I don't receive dollars. In this Nigeria, I've not traveled, I'm not traveling here. I didn't travel anywhere. In this Nigeria, there's no week, and I kid you not, there's no week I don't earn dollars or receive dollars. No week. No week. They say they increase where? They increase this way. I'm not aware. You are monitoring the wrong news. What's the wrong news? What's it concern me? Okay, now that you have gotten the information now, what has changed? Do you know, do you know, do you know the only thing you've achieved by getting those juice is that it has weakened your faith. That's all. That this is not double the price. You're not meditating on it. That this is double the price. This is double the price. Yeah. All it will achieve for you is fear. That's all. I don't, I don't watch news. What are you watching there? Have you ever said, when, when last did you see good news on television? Every breaking news is to break your heart. That's why it's called breaking news. <laughs> it's your heart they are targeting to break. I don't watch those nonsense. What are they going to say? What news are they going to say? That uh, uh, the dollar has gone up more. It's because you, you are chasing Naira. If you are chasing dollar, if dollar going up, it's good news for you. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you, my brother. There's no week I don't receive dollars. On my birthday, on my birthday this year, January, my birthday this year, January, Somebody brought $50,000 to, to the office. $50,000. I don't know the person, no. Anonymous. In Nigeria, you are talking about Canada. There's money here! That's what's happening in Canada. It's Canada heaven. It's Canada heaven. I'm not saying you not go to Canada. If you want to go, go. But go with the right mentality, at least. That Canada is not your source. God is your source. This is my birthday, January 29, this year. So we're $50K in cash. Anonymous, I, have no, I don't know the person. So no special greeting. You know some people, they give money, if they pass, you must greet them well. <laughs> the person sent their driver, sent driver. I'm watching that man, hope the driver didn't take my money. Hope it's, it's driver that brought it, 50K. I was not even in the office, they gave my staff. Anonymous, say the person doesn't want it to be known. I say, no problem, as long as I know Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> I don't need to know you. <laughs> That's this January. There's no week I don't receive dollars, sir. And the goal has changed from a million dollars long ago. We want to be rich in billionaires in dollars. That's what we're at. And I'm here. I'm not traveling. I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm SNC this Sunday. I'm not going anywhere. I'm here. It's not you go and watch it in Canada. You are looking at the wrong thing. You're looking at your company, your company income. That's what's concerning you. GDP of your country. It's the wrong GDP already. Our GDP is according to his riches. In <laughs> are you here, somebody? I want to release grace for wealth over you today. 
There's no need for poverty. Poverty is not adding any value to anybody. It's not helping anybody. Are you here, somebody? I pray Nigeria gets better, in all fairness. I pray, but you see, I'm not tying my heart to their behavior. In case they get better late, it won't affect my own destiny. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because since they bomb me, I'm in my 40s now. Since they bomb me, they say Nigeria is getting better. That's what they said. If I was waiting for them, I would be broke now. Thank God I found my true nation. <laughs> Which is heaven. Are you here, somebody? I prosper in every currency. Are you here, somebody? I'm a child of God. God is a global God. So my father can, has every currency. I prosper what? In every currency. Prosper in every currency. One day, when there's no environmental in Lagos, somebody was calling me. I was sleeping. I, 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 I usually stay up late, so I sleep late. So I, to morning, 6 a.m., 7 a.m., don't call me. I'm not even awake. So somebody was calling me. The data is to the environmental in Lagos. And environmental, um, if you don't go around before 7, you can't go around again until 10 or something like that. The person was calling me for morning. Ah. So by the time I woke up around 9, I just saw the missed calls. Many missed calls since 6 a.m. So by the time I picked the phone, the person said, ah, God told him to bring something to me. He wants to come. Now I said, I'll be coming. After environmental, the person came. Brought 10,000 euros. Knelt down. Say, God says you should pray over me. I prosper in my house. Prosper in every currency. I was in church one day, just in my car, preparing for service. Somebody knocked out my window, 5,000 euros. I prosper in every currency, pounds, dollars. Why are you tied to Nigerian situation? Oh, Nigeria, they should, can just, we are praying for Nigeria. Let them be moving at their own pace. We are praying for them. Are you here, somebody? God is your source. Until God calls you and says his own economy too is affected by the war in Russia. If he doesn't tell you that, be prospering. Somebody get on what I'm saying? I want to see millionaires and billionaires raised here today. That's the grace I came to release. Look, and if you're a student, don't give tea. No excuses. Any excuse God didn't give you, don't give yourself. Don't say I'm in Nigeria or I'm a student. Ah! What concerns students? This is this thing I read now. Did you say anything about students or work and what I read? They didn't mention, they said as long as you are giving and obeying all the other principles, you'll be fine. Whether you're a student or worker, they didn't mention that there now. You're the one putting it there. They didn't mention location that you must live in a good country. The government works for everybody. The first millionaire in our ministry was a student. First millionaire. A student. I've shared the story before. He came, he came out of police cell. He fought with a girl, beat a girl, really, in their neighborhood. So they called police, they arrested him, locked him in cell. So they released him the next day or so. He was wearing short nigger. Somebody invited him right from police station to our fellowship. He came for fellowship from police station, cell. And I was preaching a message. And I basically the title, what do you have in your, ha- your house? You know, from a woman that had the oil. I said, what do you have in your house? That was the message. That go and find it. God will bless it. That is not the, it's, not, it's not the work of your hand. It's the blessing upon the work of your hand. It's not the trade. You can prosper and do any, any job if God is with you. And you do it excellently. Oh. I want to talk about laziness. You do it excellently. And the grace comes upon it. It will go. That was what I preached. The guy, you know, new converts, they will follow God blindly. It's all these old Christians that want to mix wisdom. Native wisdom inside scripture wisdom. But new convert, he came from police cell. He just said, what's in your house? So he went to his house, truly. I was checking his house, what's there? He now found out his father used to be a photographer. Father is a headmaster or something, but he does photography part-time. But he had stopped long ago. So he searched the house and saw the camera. Holding this camera. And began to take picture with it. That they said, what's in my house? That you can use. He began to take picture. Before he knew it, he began to go, began to bless him. And in all fairness, I kid you not, pastor. I've looked at the guy's picture. Hmm? There's nothing special in the picture. 
it's just normal picture. But when the blessing comes on something that is normal, <laughs> it becomes unusual. Before you know it, God started blessing that business. And the guy was a crazy giver. The first time we bought AC in our ministry is the one that instigated it. That let's buy AC. He dropped the first money. So he asked me, he was a crazy giver. And God began to increase in photography. That time, I had not even started traveling locally. I've not seen a plane. Where am I entering plane? Young, we were all young teenagers. I've not, not, but the guy, they were calling to take picture in Ghana. They were calling to come and take picture in London. London. I said, is there no photographer in London? In the whole London. Then you pay for somebody to fly from Lagos and pay him in pounds to come and take picture. He was a student. He was a student. He was a student. The first millionaire in ministry was a student. By these same things I'm teaching you. There's no principle here that says it's the adult or worker. He said to all. The same God is rich unto all. They call him to South Africa. Call him to America. Picture. And I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not like you. I look at the picture. There's no, it's picture. But grace always brings results you can't explain. I don't kid myself that I'm the best preacher in the world. No, no, no. When I even hear what I preach, I say, what do I preach now? That everybody's happy. And it's grace. Are you hearing somebody? It's grace. That's the blessing of Abraham. That anything you do, that's why Jews prosper everywhere. Because they are connected to that same root. Are you hearing somebody? He first millionaire, he was a student in Lasso. He, he was bought a car. He was paying his other siblings' school fees. He was paying rent in, for their parents. A student in Lasso. Rich millionaire. So if, in case you are here, a student, this same blessing works for you. The principle is that we will all practice the secret of giving and receiving. However, you will find something to do. Because it's not magic. Not that money will break and enter your roof. Nobody has dashed me money before. All the people that are so into my life are people that I have blessed. So I'm at my place of work. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, hey, I've not seen a total stranger that doesn't know me before giving me money. I've never seen it before. All the time people give me money. I've been on a, on, on a plane or a train and people stop me. In Nigerian train, this one that goes to Lagos, somebody stopped me on train. He didn't have envelope. He used a piece of paper, wrapped dollar inside. I told you I received dollar every week. I'm, I'm a dollar magnet. I can be in the deepest bush. They will give me dollar there. If they send dollar in that village, they will find it and bring it. I'm not kidding. I was trained, Lagos to on train. Somebody he didn't have money, he put it inside paper. Piece of paper, dollar. Say, give me. He said, ah, me and my wife, we are blessed by your ministry. So he didn't dash money, he's sewing. He's not dash. I've blessed him, I've already walked. Are you here, somebody? We were in a train, I mean, a, a, a transport from airport. We were in Qatar airport, going to enter on that plane. So somebody met me inside the bus. He gave me money, foreign currency. I'm a dollar magnet. Somebody get what I'm saying? So you must walk up. Go and find what you are gifted to. Whether you are male or female, there's something you like. There's something you can do. It can be fashion, it can be hair, it can be makeup, it can be IT, it can be whatever. Find something to do. God doesn't just pour the blessing on your head. He pours it on the walk of your hands. If you're already walking somewhere, be faithful, be efficient. If that place is not paying you well, don't worry, just be efficient there. A door will open. Where that experience you had in that place, they will pay you for it. When you are blessed, everything you do, nothing you do is a waste. You say, I've worked here five years, they didn't pay me. Don't worry, they will employ you somewhere because of that five years' experience. See, when you are working with God, nothing is a waste. Don't have that mentality that somebody cheating you. Nobody can cheat you. Are you here, somebody? So find something to do, then we'll practice our seed today. We'll practice sowing today. 
If there's any realm you want to break, I want you to sow in that realm today. I broke the million realm long ago. I broke the dollar realm long ago. Long ago. And what I want to pray over you, listen. After we sow the seed, what I want to pray over you is not just a harvest. I want to pray for God to give you a tree. Somebody gets what I'm saying? Listen, it's important. A harvest is that if I sow one, put one mango on the ground, they can give me a basket of mango. That's a harvest. When you have a tree, a mango tree, it means every season. Hmm? Every season, you have baskets. Who will like that? Is that not nice? That you will reap. That's why I say every week, what I have now is a tree. Every week I receive dollars. doesn't matter what I'm sleeping on a week. Every week. I, during COVID, I, it was my best season. COVID. It paid me that COVID even left. <laughs> I prospered in COVID. Though. I don't care. When you have grace, you prosper. I was doing online. They were calling me to preach online everywhere. I didn't have to travel from my house. Canada, America, and they were sending dollars. Somebody I never knew said, we love the ministry. Send me $1,000, $2,000. I never met them for COVID. I was busy during COVID. <laughs> it's now self-damn free. Are you getting what I'm saying? So I'm going to pray. When we sow the seed today, I'm going to pray for God to give you a tree. When you have that tree, it means that at every season, something in your life is generating income. I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. A harvest is just that when you plant a seed, they give you a basket, it's over. But what I want to pray for you for is a tree. So that creativity, ideas, will always be coming to you of how to expand your income. Would you like that? Let's rise to our feet. I want the keyboards to come. And we're going to pray. I want people that are ready to break barriers over their life today. Where's the keyboard? Let's get on the keyboard. Keyboard is get on that keyboard. Zubrada Setea. I don't care <laughs> what background you are coming from. God is able to change your story. Today we mark a turnaround, not just for SLC as a church, but for every individual here. Masota brothers. The kind of thing God is calling this church to do. You need the spirit of might to do it. Unlimited money. Unlimited income. Zabroda Sakataya. Lidra de Kosakatiriada Sotama. Ekatariada Bamosata Mambre de Kazata. Zubrada Satale Kaba Bradas. Come on, take one minute to pray. Take one minute to pray. Lord, our eyes are not on Nigeria's economy. Our eyes are not on the income of our business or our company. Our eyes are on you. Our eyes are on you. Our, our covenant is with you. Not with Nigeria. Our covenant is with you. Not with Naira. Our covenant is with you. Mahasakataya. That blessing of Abraham. That blessing of Abraham. That blessing of Abraham. That blessing of Abraham. Zubrada Sakataya Laba. Shapala Gada Sakadaya. Lambrada Satala Kabarota Sata. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Sakabora de Sikadaya. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I want to challenge you this morning. 
Anybody that is ready to break the barrier. If you're already earning in thousands, it means you most likely should stretch yourself beyond that. If you're already earning in millions, then stretch beyond that. There's always the next level. I want to challenge people that want to sow. You want to sow something you have never sown before. Figures you have never given before. You're not giving it to me. You're giving it. You're sowing it in church here. But it's as a point of contact for that door, that next level to be open. And I'm going to pray with you. I don't know, Pastor, should they come out or should they stand? I actually want to, I want to know who and who I'm praying for. If you're out there, whether you're upstairs or downstairs and you feel you want to, you want to stretch yourself today and sow a seed. This is something you're going to do this week, this month, Mark. I'm alive, you have been faithful. I'm alive, you have been faithful. Oh, Sakabala With every breath that I am able, yes, Lord, I will sing the goodness of God. Those of you in front, please pray, please pray, please pray. That your goodness is running, your goodness is running after, is running after me. Your goodness is running after, is running after me. With my life laid down, I'm surrendered now. I'll give you everything. Your goodness is running after, is running after me. Surrendered now, I give you everything. Your goodness is running after, is running after me. Please, if you have had a chance to write, please just write your first name, your phone number, and their figure. We're just doing a sign of covenant. We're really not going to chase you. We can't chase you. We don't have time for that. It's between you and God. But I need to put the figure at least down. So that it's, it's, it's a sign, it's a commitment from your own end. Because today is going to be a special day. Amen. In your journey with God. Amen. <laughs> the day Abraham sacrificed Isaac, God said, I swear. He had made the promise before, but after Abraham gave Isaac, God began to swear that it will surely be so. Thank you, Father. Your goodness is running after, is running after me. Thank you, Jesus. Please, I hope, um, I don't know if we all could have filled the paper, but even if you have not, I don't want us to stretch this. Thank you, Jesus. I believe you already have the figure in your heart, at least if you have not been able to write it. 
you have the figure on your heart what exactly God is telling you to sow. I need you to note this, guys. This is not magic. It's not kalokal. It's not naira bed kind of thing. Um, as you sow this seed, you will continue to walk with God because he's the one that will order your steps into where your, your flow will come. So it's not, this is not just that you sleep in your house and money, somebody just, no, that's not how it works. God will, you walk with God. Abraham continued to walk with God. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? So this is not that God is telling you, go and do one thing and you're going to do the opposite of it. And you think this is magic. It's not magic. I'm not a magician at all. You continue to walk with God. That's how the, you, you enter into your harvest and enter into that season where trees, God gives you trees. And this, you, you enter a season of continuous harvest. And that's what I really want to pray for you for. I'm not just praying for you to get a harvest over your seed. I'm praying that there will be a continuous flow in that realm. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Lift your hands for those that are making this seed today. And even if you didn't come out, if you know in your heart you are part of us, please raise your hand. Father, thank you. Your children are stepping out in faith today to sow the kind of seed they have never sown. Lord, I want you to bless them with the kind of finances they have never seen. Lord, everywhere in Scripture, you promise that as we sow, there will be a harvest. Let it be so for every sower today in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I also pray beyond the harvest over this seed, I want to ask that you give them trees. That from now, they will be going from season to season of harvest in the name of Jesus. No one standing here will ever be poor again. This will be the lowest that they will ever be. This will be the smallest they will ever give. In the name of Jesus. This one will be millionaires in dollars. This one will be billionaires in dollars. I pray for unusual creativity at their place of work. Unusual favor at their place. They will stand out. They will be first among their equals. Grace for acceleration comes upon them today. Money will never be an issue. And Father, beyond money, I want to ask for the things that money cannot do. Give them health. Give them long life. Give them good spouses. Give them good children. Good opportunities. Give them honor. Give them a great name. In the name of Jesus. I bless these hands that are lifted. All these hands that are lifted. I bless them. These hands will never come down. That figure you have will be the smallest you will ever have. As you are sowing this figure, for many of you it's a sacrifice. I decree within the next 12 months you will be in a position to give this figure again and again in the name of Jesus. This figure that looked big today, I decree in the next few months, it will no longer look big to you in the name of Jesus. I decree multiple streams of income for you. Multiple channels of blessing for you. Where they have forgotten you before they will remember you. As people go around, they will recommend you. In the name of Jesus.
you and your household are blessed. Wherever they are looking for men of stature, they will mention your name. Wherever they are looking for men of substance, they will mention your name. In the name of Jesus. You will prosper in every currency. I say you will prosper in every currency. Naira will not limit you. In the name of Jesus. You will earn in any currency you desire. In the name of Jesus. And wherever you go, the economic climate of that country will not affect you. Because heaven's economy will supply your needs. In the name of Jesus. You are blessed wherever you go. That blessing of Abraham will follow you. In the mighty name of Jesus. If you receive it, come on, jam your hands together. Give the Lord a big hand. Thank you for listening to this message. Meditate on these words and watch how it will transform your life. For inquiries, please call 0909-672-9827 or 0807-548-5997. You can reach us on Instagram and Facebook. Instagram at SLChurchNG. You can reach us on our Facebook. That's Supernatural Life Church.